let's open our bibles tonight to 2 corinthians chapter 3 verses 17 to 18 2 corinthians chapter 3 verses 17 and 18 now the lord is that spirit and where the spirit of the lord is there is liberty but we all with open face beholding as in a glass the glory of the lord are changed into the same image from glory to glory even as by the spirit of the lord amen one more scripture 2 chronicles chapter 5 was 13 to 14 2 chronicles chapter 5 was 13 to 14 indeed it came to pass when the trumpeters and singers were as one to make one sound to be heard in praising and thanking the lord that they lifted up their voice with the trumpets and cymbals and instruments of music and praise the lord saying for he is good for his mercies endureth forever that the house the house of the lord was filled with the cloud so the priest could not continue ministering because of the cloud for the glory of the lord has filled the house of god amen the glory of the lord has filled the house of the lord amen tonight the message is on the glory hallelujah the glory the glory of the lord everybody say the glory of the lord hallelujah the bible says the glory cloud filled the house wherever they were sitting the glory of the lord filled them like a cloud tonight wherever you are sitting you are going to experience the tangible touch of god the manifested presence of god the glory means the manifested presence of god the glory means the goodness of god wherever you are sitting like a cloud is going to envelop you like a cloud is going to surround you amen if you are thirsty enough if you are desperate enough if you are hungry enough say lord i am thirsty i am desperate god is going to visit you with his glory there's going to be a glory explosion over your life amen. if you believe that put your hands together amen. give a clap offering to jesus amen. let there be a glory Hallelujah. explosion over your house Hallelujah. over your life tonight in the name of jesus everybody say glory explosion hallelujah let there be a glory explosion amen the bible says in the book of psalm chapter 29 and the 7th and the 9th verse the bible says in the gpt version that everybody who was in the temple in the church cried out glory glory hallelujah there was such an explosion of glory and they could not understand what it is and they said this is nothing else but the glory of god there is going to be a glory seen upon your life oh everybody who is watching tonight going to say glory glory because something has happened in my life it is the work of god's presence the work of god's glory Amen. The Bible says wherever the spirit of the Lord is there there is freedom Amen. and we who are unveiled hallelujah praise the Lord are going to be changed from glory to glory we who have seen Jesus the one who has unveiled our mind was blinded by the god of this world the devil but the bible says our veil has been removed when one turns to jesus amen. the veil is removed from our minds hallelujah that religious veil amen of coming to church and going to church and nothing else no transformation that life is gone and we are unveiled we have seen jesus are going from one level of glory to another level of glory your level is about to change tonight your realm is about to change you're going to go from one level to another level one relationship with jesus 
to a greater relationship with Jesus because of the glory of God. When glory comes in, there is inward transformation. It is not an outward, uh, outward form of religion. Amen. A form of godliness. No, it is an inward transformation. Amen. Apostle Paul initially was called a man called Saul who was a terrorist who was killing Christians who had a form of religion but no power the Bible says when the glory of God came upon his life he changed from hallelujah Saul into Paul glory to God tonight there is going to be manifested while well, a visible manifestation of God's change over your life over your family over your business over your work wherever God is placed in there is going to be the glory of God going to visit you if you believe that lift your hands and thank the Lord Amen. The house of God was filled with a cloud and the Bible says the priest could not stand there. Amen. It was a glory explosion. Hallelujah. Remember this. God will only manifest that which you understand from his word. That's why you have to ask the Lord to open your understanding. He will only manifest that which you understand from the word of God. If you need to have an experience, an encounter with the glory, you need to realize from God's word what is, what glory is all about. Just vocabulizing glory will not bring the glory. You have to understand from the word of God. My God, it's my portion. It is a manifested presence of God. It's Jesus Christ sitting next to me. Come on. Hallelujah. Like a, a father. Hallelujah. Like my savior who is interested in my life is sitting next to me to do something marvelous in my life. When the realization comes, hallelujah, that kind of life is what you will be living. Hallelujah. We are living a life, hallelujah, that's far away from the Lord because we have not understood and realized that He is so close to us. The Bible says He is nearer to you than once you believed. Wow! Tonight He is nearer to you more than you realize. If you don't understand, you will not feel like an orphan. You will not feel rejected and dejected and tired of life. You will know your Lord is nearer to you than once you believed. Hallelujah! Blessed be the name of the Lord. You will feel in the Corona times that everything is going out of plan, out of control. But the Lord is promising you tonight. He is nearer to you once you believe. He is nearer. Hallelujah. Not Corona. Hallelujah. Not famine. Not distress. Hallelujah. Not what people said it will happen. Not economic recession. But the greater than all that, our Lord is nearer to us more than once you believe. Amen. Than you believed before. Tonight, if you're hungry, if you're seeking the face of God, let me assure you, this glory is not for pastors and teachers. It will manifest upon every believer who has given his life to Jesus. Amen. Pastors and apostles are not Jesus died for. He died for the entire world. And to all those who believe, he will manifest. Amen. What do we mean by glory explosion? It is when... God's glory takes over a place or a person when the glory of God takes over your life the Bible says in the scripture that we read earlier it says the house was filled with the glory of God the house was filled everybody say it the house was filled the house was filled with the glory of God with the glory of God the glory took over invaded whether it is a person or a place 
invaded by the presence of God. It's called glory explosion. When the tangibleness and the beauty of God is manifested before you. It's not another Sunday. It's not another day. It's Jesus day. Everybody say Jesus day. Where every day of your life is a Jesus day. Jesus walking with you, talking with you. Amen. Like a real person like you. I mean more real, 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 real. Uh, Real than what you do with your WhatsApp and Facebook. Amen. He's sitting next to you. What is glory explosion? When there is a massive glory invasion and the glory saturates a person or a place, the glory of God just saturates you, fills you. That's how revival break out. Revival is broken out not because of advertisements but because of the glory of God. When the glory of God comes, people cannot shut their mouth. They start automatically praising the Lord. Nobody has to say, stand up and praise the Lord. Nobody has to say, wave your hands. Nobody has to say, lift your hands. It just go up. It's just hallelujah. But praise God. You cannot just keep quiet. You just thank the Lord and praise the Lord. It just rises from within you. You cannot control somebody because somebody who is unbelievably sad is unbelievably joyful because when the glory touches hallelujah unbelievable things happen in your life tonight let there be unbelievable hallelujah people outside will not understand it hallelujah what's happening in your life tonight let there be an unbelievable hallelujah presence of God change your life and your house tonight in the name of Jesus Jesus is here tonight when Jesus is here tonight hallelujah something has to happen in your life tonight hallelujah don't allow the Lord to pass you by don't miss out your moment receive him with all your heart with all your mind with all your soul with all your strength do not hallelujah hold you back just hallelujah surrender your life throw your life into the presence of God something mighty will happen tonight in the name of Jesus it's like being dipped with the oil, dipped in the fire. It's like a wind carrying you totally into another world where you do not walk by the rules of what the world says. You have a rule of the realm of the spirit. You have a rule. Hallelujah. That is above what the world says. Where the beauty and the fragrance of Jesus is just so real to you. So it's important from the scripture what God's glory is. And you have to ask the Lord for an encounter tonight. When the glory explosion comes, there is a drastic positive change of climate and atmosphere. Whether it's an atmosphere of a church, your personal life, your family life, your family tree, a drastic, a positive change is happening. Whether in something around you, hallelujah, it changes. When you walk, it's not like you used to walk before. There is a sense of acceptance, sense of confidence, belonging, power. We have to ask the Lord that our churches shall be filled with this glory. Amen. Hallelujah. Sometimes, as we grow in years, we have every other activity rather other than the glory of God. We have everything happening. Hallelujah. People coming, people going. Everything happening other than the awe of God's presence. That's why the Bible says, 
we need to have the knowledge of the glory of God as the waters cover the sea when you kind of glory comes into a church you know it's not the church once you went before something has happened inside the church let that happen so by the time you come out of corona into the church you will know there is something that has happened to the lives of the people there is something it's not the former kind of church that i came to attend there is something that is amazing has happened inside the church and the lives of the people Amen. hallelujah everybody will look at you and say hey this guy i know but this guy i don't know <laughs> something happened hallelujah this guy outside i know but this guy inside is so free so spontaneous so loving wow so welcoming because something has happened in the inside tonight god is doing his work inside tonight it's not the outside it's the inside that he's doing tonight get ready tonight for a supernatural like experience and the change that will be for your good tonight and a change that is going to be forever a drastic a dramatic change that is going to be forever hallelujah like Saul turned to Paul something that is going to be there in your life forever hallelujah when the glory comes the climate changes like you stepped into something else like from a thar desert of your life you are stepped into a the down under climate something has happened Hallelujah, praise God. Something has happened. Another climate, even in your prayer life, you just can't stop it. Hallelujah, languages are changing. The reality of the Holy Spirit is so real for you. But nobody can stop you. You're just spending time with the Lord and you don't know the time going by. Hallelujah. He who was struggling to sit for 30 minutes is staying there for four hours and still i mean it's it's still so fresh when the glory explodes number four there is a release of a glory cloud look at the scripture in 2 chronicles chapter 5 verse 13 the bible says the house was filled with the cloud the cloud comes first and only then it's going to rain the cloud comes first it's like a cloud when the cloud of God's presence comes we know the rain is going to come some of you have been in the cloud of harassment some of you have been having a rain of harassment hallelujah poverty sadness despair hallelujah but that rain is going to change tonight I as the servant of the Lord shut that rain over your life tonight and going God is going to release a glory rain hallelujah the presence of God is going to manifest upon your life tonight may the heaven be open tonight in the name of the Lord over your life of pain and poverty and affliction and sickness may that kind of rain be a hallelujah there be a supernatural eternal stop over you tonight in the name of the Lord amen it is like things you would not desire have been coming out against you but that's going to change tonight some of you think my life is never going to change you have already decided don't put a full stop where you put a coma hallelujah somebody has convinced you to put a full stop in your life you have believed that my life will ever be the same no not when the glory of God 
Like David said, he said, I long to see your glory in your sanctuary of God. That's what David in the Psalms says, I long to see your glory in the sanctuary of God. When you long to have a fresh infusion of God's grace and encounter to of, of his presence, hallelujah. First thing that will change is the atmosphere. The cloud comes first, the atmosphere changes. You know, there is something, it's not the air condition here, you know why? It's not the anything, it's the presence of God. Something happening inside. It's going to be a rain coming. Somebody never ever going to have a dry season in your life again in the name of the Lord. Amen. Open your mouth and say, I am not going to have a dry season in my life again. Amen. The rain of God's grace, the rain of the Holy Ghost is going to come upon me. Hallelujah. I'm going to saturate with the presence of God. Hallelujah. Amen. When that happens, your face is shining. Your life is shining. Something about you is shining. The radiance of the beauty of our Savior is tangible upon your life. Never a dry season. When the glory of God comes, it's like a glory shield. Let's read our scripture tonight. Isaiah chapter 4 verses 5 and 6. Then the Lord will create above every dwelling place of Mount Zion and ab above her assemblies a cloud and smoke by day and the shining of a flaming fire by night. For over all the glory there will be a covering. And there will be a tabernacle for shade in the daytime from the heat, for a place of refuge and for a shelter from storm and rain. Amen. A shade. A tabernacle for shade, fire by night, cloud during the day. It's a glory shield. The cloud will shield you from adverse weather, the heat of life, the calamities of ministry, the challenges of life. There is something shielding you. You might be a single mother. You might be an orphan child. Nobody is there to cover you. Nobody is there to take care of you. Nobody is there to say anything good. But God is saying, you are my child. My glory will shield you. Come on. Let there be a glory shield over your life. All those who are experiencing loneliness in their lives, know that there's going to be a glory shield. A glory shield. Open your mouth and say, glory shield. Hallelujah. The glory cloud will shield me. Amen. I do not know how many of you are watching me your life is exposed over all these years i don't know what's confronting your destiny or harassing your life your mind your ministry your family your business sometimes like somebody for no reason i filed a case against you no reason misunderstands you no reasons people who you have done so much are coming against you and you don't know the reason but his presence is like a shield around Psalmist said, Thou, O Lord, are a shield for me, the glory and the lifter of my head. God will not allow your face to bow down before people. When you bow down before God, God will lift you up. Let this be a season where the glory will lift you up. Hallelujah. Amen. He will shield you. He will lift you up. Amen. When the glory of God takes over any event, everything becomes operated by God. Amen. In a glory explosion, everything is operating. In other words, things began to happen in the frequency of God. Not over our time, praise God. Not over our calculation, but in the frequency of God, things will happen. Hallelujah. Not for frequency of our human uh, contacts or 
human time and human frequencies and human connections but God's frequency tonight you have to ask not just sit not just listen Lord open my heart to understand what the word has been spoken tonight not another normal service in my life but I want to get into the frequency of God I want to get into a talk over hallelujah praise the Lord I desire what has been spoken tonight shall happen in our lives hallelujah blessed be the I want to desire hallelujah the frequency of God but the wisdom of God not by our mind not by our ability he would like the glory to come upon your business not only in your life but in your business in your home in your family life amen where the way that the husbands and wives treat you will change because of the glory of God there's a change of treatment when God's glory visits your house tonight some homes I pray the hallelujah cold treatment will be over in the name of Jesus and let there be a warmth and the love is going to fill your life tonight in the name of the Lord may God's glory take over your homes over your children tonight by the blood name of Jesus if you believe put your hands together who worship the living God victory by the blood of Jesus tonight amen how do you access it sometimes it's so sounds too good to be true how do you access it because you know there are many people who want to reason out everything touch and see but Jesus told Martha in Luke chapter 10 and the 38th verse I think if you believe you shall see the glory of God you have to put your trust in the word of God hallelujah you have to read the Bible you have to understand it is the word of the Lord and then you have to understand you have to trust that word by the help of the Holy Spirit like pastor says it is not father son and the Holy Scriptures it is father son and the Holy Spirit he is the author behind the scriptures hallelujah author is bigger than the book hallelujah the author the holy spirit himself has to help you to comprehend and to understand this word Amen. to make it a reality how do you do it how do you do it hallelujah and the glory shows up effort becomes minimal effort becomes minimal Paul who is ministering I mean he was stoned one day and suddenly out of nowhere he gets up and preach again how do you do it the glory of God you look it's effortless effort is minimal when the glory shows up say it with me my effort my effort becomes minimal becomes minimal and my rest and my rest becomes maximum becomes maximum when there is glory when there is glory Amen. when you trust the Lord your effort becomes minimal your rest becomes maximum there is zero pressure under the glory of God when the grace and glory is not manifested in our business in our lives in our marriage you will see there is tremendous pressure you are under tremendous pressure your effort is maximum your rest is minimal and you are anxious worried tense sleepless 
hunger your mind is confused over a lot of things but when the glory shows up it's all the other way around amen hallelujah pastor said once he asked a man of god who walked in mighty revival what is the secret behind such great revival in his church and he said we sleep well and we eat well <laughs> praise god amen some of you say pastor then i'm already under great revival <laughs> praise the lord nannayittu thinnu nannayittu prakku hallelujah adu mathramalla deiva sanithyathinte understanding the glory with minimal effort and maximum pressure that's what i'm saying hallelujah he has tapped into an anointing a glory realm where we have not when god where it's an experience when god takes over it's like it's all over <laughs> praise god it's all over i mean he reaches a place before you reaches a place <laughs> His extending hand is there before you can can touch it's already his hand you can already feel God's hand It is said that there's a machines in the hospital that predicts your age by checking various parameters in your body I think I've been one of those machines for a age of a 30 year old who are under tremendous stress is predicted as 60 years when their internal parameters are checked because inside their body it's aging that's happening at the same time there are 60 year olds when they have tapped into god's grace and who walked in the realm of this kind of glory their parameters are showing 40 or 45 years what would be like if <laughs> we go into one of those machines trying to run our marriage our work our businesses our peer pressure our kids are trying to run our lives it's time to tap into god's grace look at two people and say it's time to tap into god's unmerited favor of god amen. hallelujah amen hallelujah amen hallelujah ask the lord tonight say lift your hands and ask the lord jesus i want to tap into this grace i want to tap into your anointing i want to tap into your word i want to tap into the grace and the glory of god hallelujah kartave epichennu prarthikkunnu kartave hallelujah amen you know why you have to pray for pastors because there are pastors who are 50 years old and their parameters are showing 80 years old there are pastors who are 80 years old but they are showing a 60 because they had touched the aspect of the realm of the glory as a young pastor i still remember i said lord why am i why should i carry such heavy pressure as a young man when i understood you need to tap into god's glory I see my spiritual father he's got responsibilities and challenges pressures but he's so calm and relaxed always joking around I said, I said how because then I know the time he spends with God he has tapped into the realm of the glory of God 
You sit next to him, there's tremendous peace. Hallelujah. Why? Because there is the glory of God flowing, the fragrance of God flowing. Sometimes my, my father releases a word of blessing over me. I feel tremendous peace because he's already in a realm of glory over the years. Sometimes just few words enough to release the peace and the presence. Wow. You need to learn to tap into this glory. It's for each and every one of us. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. There is a complete transformation of identity when there is a glory encounter. Amen. Hallelujah. How do you access into this? Luke chapter 9 verses 29 to 31. And as he prayed, the fashion of his countenance was altered, and his raiment was white and glistering. And behold, there talked with him two men, which were Moses and Elijah, who appeared in glory and spoke of his disease, which he should accomplish at Jerusalem. As he prayed, his very physical appearance changed. His very, as he prayed, the way you are perceived determines the way you are received hear me well the way you are perceived determines the way you are received there are some people who are good but they're perceived as bad because they have not tapped into the glory of god when jesus hallelujah tapped into this glory his face altered hallelujah praise god i pray tonight that mistaken identity will leave your life once and forever when you tap into this glory hallelujah you are really good and let people see you as good let them see the god-given hallelujah grace and favor upon your life from this day onwards in the name of the lord let them not treat you badly let them see hallelujah that you are a blessing hallelujah praise god and not a curse hallelujah glory to god It is God's glory that will validate and endorse your life, assignment, and ministry. Tonight, say with me, it is God's glory. It's God's glory. That will validate my life. That will validate my, my life. Assignment my and assignment and my destiny. And my destiny. It is God endorsing you, not people. God endorsing your business. God endorsing your ministry. Amen. That's what the Holy Spirit says. Son, I will endorse your ministry. Wherever you go, the Lord will show up. Amen. We are getting into a time like that. We are already in a season like that. Wherever you go, God will show up. Even tonight, God is showing up. Hallelujah. To change your life forever in the name of the Lord. Let that presence of God tonight show up in your life, in your homes, in your workplace. Hallelujah. In your journey, in your travels. Hallelujah. In your, in your, in your, in your everything that God has called you to do. May the glory of God show up. Hallelujah. Isaiah chapter 6. Isaiah is a preacher. He's a prophet. He's been preaching, but he's not been endorsed. Because the Lord is saying, who will go for us? And Isaiah says, I will. So he's already preaching. A preacher. Right up to the first five chapters, the prophet is ministering. But sixth chapter, when he was worshipping, the Bible says he saw the glory of God 
the glory of Jesus, the Lord seated high and lifted up and his robes filling the temple, his presence all over. And then he said, I am unclean Lord. Woe to me. I'm a man who is undone. And the Lord said, I will cleanse you. I will send an angel of the Lord from the presence of God. Ask him to take that altar and I mean the fire from the altar and cleanse you. And the Lord said, who will go for us? And I said, here I am. He was already a preacher before, but it was in the glory of God, something changed while he was worshipping, praying. You're working for God and God not endorsing you is a problem. There are people who God uses and people who use God. We want to be people who God uses and not people who use God. Amen. Both are different. Seldom do people have the discernment to see the difference. When God endorses you, announces you, nobody can denounce you. Tonight, I declare in the name of the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Nobody can denounce you in the Amen. name of the Lord. Nobody can denounce you in the name Amen. of Jesus. Who can, hallelujah, denounce you when God said, I will not allow it Amen. in the name of the Lord. It is he who justified, he who is called, he who is endorsed, he who has chosen you. Who can denounce you when God said, you are mine. When he said a donkey is Lord need of him, nobody can disagree and disapprove. Hallelujah. With God, I argue with God because he has already said, This donkey is mine. How much you and me was redeemed by the blood of Jesus. When God endorses you, hallelujah, it doesn't matter who hates you, it is God who is for you. No man can come against you tonight. Hallelujah. If you believe that, lift your hands and say, if God is for me, who or what can be against me? Hallelujah. Praise God. May that assurance be upon your life tonight in the name of the Lord. When the glory of God explodes beyond your control, it is like a pandemic. Amen. It is like contagious. Amen. It's infectious. When the glory of God shows up, nobody can claim ignorance about it because it's so visible. Tonight, let there be a glory pandemic in your life. Come on. Amen. No medicine and no COVID vaccine can stop it. Hallelujah. Amen. Cure it. There'll be a glory encounter, a glory explosion, a glory pandemic. Hallelujah. What is the secret key to this access? Faith, trust. We already heard prayer, worship. 2 Chronicles 5, 13 and 14 says, Indeed it came to pass when the trumpeters and singers were so one to make one sound to be heard praising and thanking the Lord and they lifted their voice with their trumpets and cymbals and instruments of music and praised the Lord saying, For His good and His mercies endureth forever that the house, the house of the Lord was filled with a cloud and so that the priest could not continue ministering because of the cloud for the glory of God has filled the house. Pure love filled worship, not forced. While they were worshiping with one, one accord, it's amazing when oneness come, the beauty of God shows forth. You cannot worship God and have bitterness against somebody and expect the glory of God to show up. You cannot worship God with unforgiveness and see the glory of God to show up. You cannot be 
envious and jealous and competitive with somebody and expect the glory of God to show up. You cannot worship with a competitive and a contest, content, contentious spirit and expect the glory. It's a pure love-filled worship. Love for God and love for each other. Hallelujah. There are people who have not even spoken to their wife for the long time and they expect the glory of God to show up. <laughs> Impossible. Hallelujah. That's why before I gave this word, I made sure that I greeted my wife first and came. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Sometimes, you know, like pastor says, you know, sometimes when you are so focused on the Lord, and sometimes you will even ignore your, I mean, it's not purposefully sometimes, you're so looking to the Lord and ignore your wife sometimes, you know, might not listen to what they say. But you have to show honor because she's also a hair of your grace, same grace. And then the glory will show up. Once uh, God told pastor, I won't show up unless you greet her first. Amen. You cannot expect the glory of God show up by just worshipping and not being in harmony with the people around you. You have to be united with the people around you. Doesn't matter how strong and how loud your worship and your clap and your noises. You cannot do it. How wonderful our brothers and sisters gather together in unity. You have to be in harmony. You have to be together for the levels of glory in your life. 2 Chronicles 5, the Bible says, when the people worshipped in one accord, one accord, there should be unity at home. If my wife doesn't think that I'm a Christian, I'm not perfect, but if she doesn't think that I'm a Christian, then I'm not. What will your wife say about you, your husband say about you? With one accord, pure worship. You have to be at peace with God and with man. How do you access it? It should be pass passionate. You have to pray, but it should be passionate and desperate prayer. Prayer that focuses on your life's assignments and nobody else's. Your life assignment. What's the vision? Bible says without a vision, people cast off restraint. People walk in their own way. Because no vision about their lives about God's future over their lives. You have to pray that focuses on your life's assignments. That is where you feel relevant, satisfied, happy, joyful. Many people are not happy because they still have not sought the Lord for their life assignment and vision over their lives. You have to write it down. As a matter of fact, Numbers 33 speaks about a starting point. You have to write from the starting point and then you will at least understand from where to where God has brought you and say, thank you, Jesus. That is a start to get a glimpse of the vision God has for you. If you have moved from one spot to another, if God has done something in your life, He will do more for you. Come on. If some movement has happened in your life, that means God is interested in your life. He is involved in your life. Even if you have not recognized it, God is there. Hallelujah. And if He has done that much, if you would thank the Lord, He will take you into the next spot. Hallelujah. By the glory of God. You will be keeping, you will keep on moving. You'll not be stuck tonight. Let every stuckness in your life be over. Amen. Hallelujah. You have to be thankful. 
some people are always praying to copy how others pray they're not focused on themselves they want to study how others pray they watch how others pray and use the same vocabulary but they don't have the same effect by because it's not copying it's just a relationship it's a desperation prayer comes from within you when you're focused Luke 9:29 says as he prayed the appearance of his face was altered and his robe became white and glistening as he prayed and as he prayed the fashion of his countenance was altered and his raiment was white and glistering fashion of his face i like that and behold they talked with him two that, men that's enough that's enough when you look at these scriptures you might have a glimpse of how jesus prayed as you know how jesus actually prayed he said what do you want me to do father whatever you want me to do i'll do it that's how jesus prayed i want to do what you want to do perfectly obediently it's not easy for me there are times jesus said if possible take this cup away from me it's not easy but he said your will i want because i'm so i'm so in love with you lord i love with you abba i want to do what you did you want me to do you want me to carry the cross i'll do it joyfully that's what he did you want me to go through this i'll go through it joyfully not sadly i'll go through it joyfully with power with glory verse 31 says who appeared in the glory and spoke of his disease which he was about to accomplish at Jerusalem Jesus prayed so passionately the father said to Moses and Elijah get up and go tell him what's going to happen in his life the father was so moved by his prayer that he said i'm going to send Moses Elijah what's going to happen in his life that's what god will do when you want to do the perfect will of the father some people just pray they're not praying according to their life assignment but they just pray because somebody has asked to pray parents have asked to pray pastor has asked to pray. let me tell you where there is no interest there is no insight when there is interest one scripture just read one scripture something burns within you when there is no interest there is no insight god gives you insight the place he wants you to when you ask the lord how do i do it lord will you help me lord i don't want to disappoint you lord then he'll give you the insight i don't want to let you down i mean do you ask the lord like that in a way that you're going to honor him whatever he tells you to do I want to please you lord and the holy spirit will help you angels of god will help you when you pray earnestly he'll show up he'll make a way he will release insight wisdom he will release the word edaka parayanam he will give you the grace amara the my way or the highway no glory no insight how do i tap into this glory the spirit 
of God and the glory of God are connected. The Bible says, wherever the spirit of God is there, there is freedom. And he who unveiled faces will glow from glory to glory by the spirit of the Lord. Say it with me. Spirit of the Lord. Spirit of the Lord. The glory of God. The glory of God. Connected. connected. Look at a verse in 1 Peter chapter 4 and the 14th verse. If you are reproached for the name of Christ, blessed are you for the spirit of glory and of God rests upon you. The spirit of glory. Understand. Understand. I cannot function in glory. The spirit of God is the spirit of glory. Where the spirit of the Lord is there, the glory of God is found. When people move in the spirit, they move into the glory. When they are sensitive to the spirit of God, when they get here, the spirit of God, one level to another level, transformed by the spirit of metamorphosis, like a pupa, like a pupa changed into a butterfly. Something happening, metamorphosis. So it's engaging with the Holy Spirit that will explode the glory of God in your life. Men and women who have walked in glory have walked in the Spirit. Not that they were perfect initially, but they learned to associate, make the Holy Spirit their senior partner. Like Paul Yongicho said, He's my senior partner. Who's your senior partner? How do you engage? Look at what Paul said. How do you engage? He says, My God shall supply all your need according to His riches and glory. Which means, you want supplies? You need to be connected to glory. You want supply in your life, in your marriage, in your work, in your finances, in your future? How? Connected in the glory of God. One of the ways of doing it is, 1 Corinthians 14 says, 14, 18. Can you read it please? I thank my God. I speak with tongues more than ye all. Yet in the church, that, I had... That's enough. I speak with my tongues more than you all. Sometimes people say, What is Ranka, Bosha, Kare, Bethe, Rizzo, Toro, Bore, Kebra, Seto. Pasa, you gone mad. It's the perfect language. The Bible says, It's the language of the Holy Spirit. When you pray in the spirit, what happens? Paul is telling the Corinth church, more than all you pray, his secret was Paul's life was praying in tongues. If you don't have it, you just have to, don't need to be perfect, you just have to ask it and he will give you. The Bible says if evil fathers don't have to give good things to his children, how much more the Father in heaven will give the Holy Spirit to all those who ask him. It's because he's a father and because a child is asking, he will give this language to you. And when you pray this language, something happened. He said, I will pray in the spirit in 1 Corinthians 14, 15 says, and I will also pray with my understanding. He said, I will sing in the spirit and I will also sing with the understanding. I'll worship in the spirit. I will worship in the understanding. Worshiping in the spirit. It says not to be drunk with wine, but be filled with the spirit, making songs and melody. Wow. Hallelujah. Speaking to one another. Tonight, ask the Lord to open up a realm. 
where you can worship in the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. Lift your hands and close your eyes tonight. We enter into the realm of your glory. Oh, the family bondages are being broken tonight in the name of the Lord. Your walk is getting stronger tonight in the name of the Lord. Oh, the angels of help are here tonight. The angels to help you is here tonight. Oh, the power of God tonight, the strength of God tonight be upon the church. Thank you, Jesus. Victory by the blood of Jesus. The glory cloud is filling some of the home. Hallelujah. People watching tonight. The glory cloud is filling. Hallelujah. Praise God. A tangible cloud is filling. I can even see it tonight. Some of you are just another language coming inside. You're singing with me tonight. Hallelujah. Get into that realm of worshipping in the Holy Ghost. Comforted tonight. 
the Holy Spirit, the comfort of the Holy Spirit is filling your soul tonight. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. How do you access into this glory? By being led by the Holy Spirit. Everybody say, by being led by the Holy Spirit. By being led by the Holy Spirit. Romans 8, 13 and 14. Romans 8, 13 and 14. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. Amen. As many as led by the Spirit, these are the sons of God. We should be led by the Spirit. Hallelujah. Who do you get married to? Simple. Is he led by the Spirit? Or is he led by the flesh? Simple. As many as led by the Spirit, they are sons of God. They mortify their flesh. If it's the Holy Spirit, He leads you. He gives you strategic decisions to make decisions. Sorry, strategic direction to make decisions. There are many people who take decisions for their own life and they just want the Holy Spirit to show up and agree with them. That's not how I happens don't overtake the holy spirit long time back i think it's up and who told my pastor he said don't overtake the holy spirit don't overtake the holy spirit the decision that is made in the holy spirit will move you into a realm of tasting and enjoying and walking in the glory of god you will not be in distress maybe you enjoy the realm of the glory One man of God says, obey the Holy Spirit and leave the consequences to him. Obey the Holy Spirit. I like an example, Pastor said, he said after he got married, he asked the Lord, how to feed the family? Is there any business that he can do? At the same time, Minister Fodan, the Lord told him to invest in a particular share. Once I invested in that share and it increased to 450%. And he bought the land for the house. Hallelujah. When you're led by the Spirit, at least there is 450%. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Profit into your life. There is no loss. Amen. Open your mouth and say, When I obey the Spirit, there is no loss. It's all profit. Amen. Hallelujah. Tonight in the blood name of Jesus, every loss that you have come through the disobeying of the Holy Spirit and be broken off from your life tonight. May you move back into the direction of the Holy Spirit tonight. Lift your hands and thank the Lord. Thank the Lord tonight. Victory by the blood of Jesus tonight. Hallelujah. Jonah, the prophet, he was asked to go to Nineveh. And where did he go? In the opposite direction from Jopa. He made a wrong decision and went to Tarshish. He made his, he bought his own ticket. He paid his own fare. He went down into the depth of the, I mean, the third deck, the down, downmost part of the ship. I mean, it was always going down. He, pay, he has to pay his own cost. He's going down. He went into the 
sea, again down, went into the belly of fish, again down. And when he's about to die, the Bible says he cried out. And the Lord heard him from the holy temple. However, when the whales spat him out tonight, come on, be led by the Spirit and some of the whales that have been holding you for the last days and years will spit you out. That situation will spit you out. Hallelujah. Certain things cannot hold you anymore when you are led by the Spirit. Hallelujah. They'll spit you out into the land of peace, into a land of joy, into a season of refreshing, a season of assignment and fulfillment. Samson, when he was after Delilah, he went down to Timah. He went down, lay down with the prostitute. Lost his hair, lost his strength, lost his power. He did not even know that the Holy Spirit has left him. Why? Led by the flesh. He lay with Delilah. Everybody said, Delilah, go. <laughs> Say Corona, go, go Corona. Say go Delilah. <laughs> when you walk in the spirit and not in the flesh, you are rubbing into the glory zone. Romans 8 1, everybody claims it. There is therefore no more condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. So, can I live the life I want? Doesn't stop there. It says, one who does not walk according to the flesh but according to the spirit. When you do, God releases you from condemnation, you don't live the way that you want, but that will lead you into living in the spirit. A spirit-filled life. Some people omit the last word. There is food available, but just because food is available, you don't eat every food. There is opportunity to sleep, you don't sleep all day long. pastor you teach never force yourself because that might be in the flesh sometimes things are forced on you than the things of the flesh when you're moving from the realm of the spirit somebody something is forcing you harassing you to do the things of the flesh even if it is a journey a decision and the Holy Spirit is leading there is the confirmation of the Holy Spirit confirmation of the word confirmation of the pastor confirmation of Everyone related to it. Otherwise, there's forcing. Even when you're traveling to other places, just because you got a visa and a ticket, you don't go. It's when you feel the leading of the Holy Spirit. Don't move by the flesh. In 1 Samuel chapter 13 and the 12th verse, there's a powerful verse. 1 Samuel chapter 13 and verse 12. Then I said, The Philistines will now come down on me at Gilgal, and I have not made supplication to the Lord. Therefore, I felt compelled and offered a burnt offering. Then I felt compelled and offered a burnt offering. Burnt offering. Compelled. He forced himself. That's why he fell. There is nothing compulsory in life except to make heaven and to do the will of God the Father. Never force yourself for anything else. There is nothing compulsory in life except to make it to heaven and to do the will of God the Father. There is nothing else. Hallelujah. 
when I pray, all the phone call will ring. When I just about to get, enter into the stage, all the phone calls will ring. I don't take it. Even if it is an important business call. There are times that I've taken it. I feel the presence of God just leaving. How do you enter into the glory zone? Couple more points and we'll pray. By the impartation of the Holy Spirit. Everybody say impartation of the Holy Spirit. Impartation of the Holy Spirit. That is, you bring yourself into a climate where somebody who God has placed over you and when you sit under him to receive the word. Ezekiel 2.2 Ezekiel 2.2 While he spoke, the spirit fell upon me. While he spoke. Hallelujah. And the spirit entered into me when he spoke unto me and set me upon my feet that I heard him that spake unto me. You sit under that. Person good as God has placed over you. And when they sit under, the Holy Spirit worked, spoke. That's what an impartation. There are people who come and sit and not know that they can be an impartation. It's not Chuma sitting. It's sitting knowing that while I receive the word, there is an impartation, there's a prophetic word, there is something that's happening into my life. When you have the realization, things began to move for you in the realm of the spirit. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. When no eye has seen and no ear has heard and no mind has conceived, what God has prepared for those who love him will be revealed to you. Hallelujah. Tonight, hallelujah, lift your hands and say, Lord, I don't want to struggle anymore. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I want your help tonight, Lord. In the name of Jesus, through the impartation of the Holy Spirit. Let there be an impartation for everyone who is praying tonight. Let there be a supernatural impartation that comes upon your life in the name of the Lord. Amen. Amen. That's why you need to be teachable and submitted. So that when the man of God opens the mouth, it's like rain. The Spirit of God just falls on you. You know it. Because he is the one who will reveal to you the God ordained inheritance for you. Don't try. I mean, you are fighting unnecessary things in the realm of uh, life and figuring things in your head because you don't submit to that. Nobody is an island. Nobody can live independently in the Christian life and reach there. Some people have a destination in life. They set their mind to reach a point. When they are 40, 50 and 60, they are fixed. And when they don't get there, they get discouraged. They said, let's get married at this age and have a child at this age and ministry at this age. When we don't get there, we get disappointed. Your destination When the glory steps in, it's just one of your locations. God will move you from one realm to another realm. There is more that God wants to do in your life than there are things in the current. So don't get over possessed with the spots that you want to be in. Look into the glory. Look into the glory. 
that's where realm changes, level changes, transformations happen. Shift takes place. You might be an apostle, but there is a shift to move into apostolic. You might be a teacher, but the teaching now has more depth. You might be a prophet, but the precision of your prophecy and accuracy is moved into another level. You may be a pastor, but suddenly there's another realm where pastoral muscles are showing off. There are administration. You might be in the administration, there's sharpening in the administration skills and sets and faith and sharp. It's all when the glory happens. You are a mother, you are a father, but you move in an amazing wisdom to raise up your children into mighty men and women of God. You don't know where it shows up, but you are speaking things and children are responding because the glory of God has taken over your life. Hallelujah. There is a anointing, mighty anointing and glory coming upon the parents tonight. To utter with wisdom and to see your children. Hallelujah. Move in the ways of God. Children shall not be lost. Hallelujah. In the wind of the world. Hallelujah. They shall not be tossed to and fro. Tonight, let there be stability in your homes and stability in your parenting and stability in your married life. In the name of Jesus, tonight. Ah, Deafness of your children have been broken tonight. Victory by the blood of Jesus tonight. Victory by the blood of Jesus tonight. The problem with today's generation is they think and consider you as your friend. I have nothing against it. They can have many friends in the world, but they have only one father and only one mother. But tonight I pray that the children's hearts and mind will be open to see your parent in you. Amen. That's where change comes. That's where, hallelujah, chains broke. Hallelujah, glory to God. Tonight I sense the chains being broken over our children tonight in the name of the Lord through the power of the glory of God. I exhort you may your level change and we shift look at Moses leadership shifted Exodus 3 1 says Moses led the flock of his father-in-law but in Exodus 3 God said enough of leading the father-in-law sheep now I want to deliver a nation Moses led a nation Peter was a fisherman when the glory came he became fishers of men Amen open your mouth and declare this my levels are changing by the glory of God. My levels, levels are, are changing, changing by, by the, the glory, glory of, of God. God. Joseph, you are a manager in Potiphar's house. You are a manager in the prison. But the level is going to change. You're going to be the prime minister of a nation. Come on. Amen. God will raise your influence up. He'll Amen. raise your positions. You will excel. Daniel, hallelujah. You are excellent and you are ten times better than the other children. into the, Because you are moved into a realm of favor. Come on, your children shall be ten times better than the others because you are moving into a realm of God's glory. Victory by the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen.
You can't be born again in 1920 and 2020 be in the same spot. You have to change. Pastor, spiritual father who was mighty in healing and deliverance is used to walk in the dimension of God's glory. When he stepped into that realm, people from five kilometers and seven kilometers, demon possessed will be set free. When he walked through the uh, airports, people will be set free. The demons will cry out and just leave. There is levels of glory, realms of glory like that tonight in the name of Jesus. of God's glory you might be a pastor but you're going to move in the prophetic you might be a worship leader but your songs are going to change into another realm into oh, hallelujah praise the Lord suddenly writing songs and your songs will just inspire a generation inspire a move wow hallelujah when Saul prophesied in 1 Samuel 10 they said is Saul among the prophets I mean they said wow this guy prophesied that's going to be your testimony they're going to say this guy yeah, he's doing it they, their friends are going to look at you and say this guy I mean I we can't believe it yeah unbelievable things happened to you. I told you in the beginning they look at you and say this guy wow blessed be the name of the Lord season is going to change people are going to be shocked by the transforming power of God's glory you are going to be shocked looking at you <laughs> praise God hallelujah we need to have a hunger tonight everybody say hunger Hunger. we'll read the scripture and we'll pray 2 Kings 4 and the 4th verse and when thou art coming thou shalt shut the door upon thee and upon thy sons and shall pour out into all those vessels and thou shalt set aside that which is full that's enough set aside the vessels that are full if you are so full God can't use you the prophet is saying to the woman the full vessels set aside if you are full content happy nothing more but if still hungry still thirsty in the last day he said if anyone is thirsty Jesus said let him come to me if you want to receive more the oil will flow through you the anointing the transforming glory will flow through you there are bishops priests and pastors you know they have a position but they're set aside because they're so full they're content but like a child just like a child you are hungry God will start using there are people who have ended even before they've started because they're content. Nothing more. When your hunger stops, the glory ends. Lift your hands and say, Lord, do not set me aside. Pray that tonight, Lord, do not set me aside. Once, Benny Hinn said he was preaching at a pastor's conference and he was laying hands on people and he was about to ha lay hands on a bishop and Holy Spirit said, don't do it. I've rejected him. Don't touch him. He's not hungry. Kenneth Copeland said, there's an anointing upon his life. Now he's 80 years old. He said, there's an anointing to function at the age of 80. He can still take push-ups. He's still like a child. Other day he was in a convention taking push-ups at the age of 80 
There's an anointing to live 80 to 90, 90 to 100. If you're hungry, wow. There's an anointing to move from 100 to 120. There's a dimension. Many people die even before they reach that age because they've never seen that anointing of glory because they feel old and useless. Tonight, if you're old people in your homes, parents, hallelujah, and pray that Lord, they'll never feel useless. Let them come into the realization of God's glory over their lives tonight. You're changed from glory to glory. When you respond in hunger, in yearning to the Lord. Tonight, if you want to see this glory, close your eyes in prayer tonight.